film that isn't a Marvel film that was brilliant. No, shot. a film that isn't a Marvel film that is is brilliantly shot. Inception. Isn't that? The I, I, I have thought on, on on that film, bro. I don't think Inception is that good. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, no, 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 I'm no, with no, it. No, I'm with no, it. I'm with it. it, it Let's it, do Inception. That wasn't the question, by the way. Just like, uh, okay, but I'm, we're here now. But yeah, we're here. Like, I think Inception is a is a good film. And that's it. I think it's a good film. I don't think it's as good as people claim it to be. Bro, I don't. I, 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 don't, I don't think that I that is one you. of... um. Oh, what's my guy called again? Nolan. Nolan. I don't think that's one of his best films. Give me a Nolan top two film. The Prestige and Memento. I think those are his best films. Hey. Those are his best films. Can't be mad at it. And I have another thought about um, Nolan as well, bro. Like, all his best films, yeah, are written by his brother. All his best films have his mm, brother's involvement. My least favorite, quick. my least favorite films that he's had, his brother's not involved. Inception being one of them, and I didn't clock this until after I already made up my mind on those films. Mm. Tenet, Tenet. I, I didn't dislike Tenet. Same. I, no, I, I kind of like Tenet. Same. And and do you know um, his brother is obviously Jonathan. Jonathan Nolan. And obviously he he was involved in Westworld. Yeah. Brilliant series. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other one? First season was alright. Yeah. Uh, Person of interest. Mm-hmm. Bro, like, I, he he wrote. You see the um, essentially the premise for the Prestige, which is my favorite film. Jonathan essentially wrote it. He, he wrote the um, the. I, I don't know if you guys have seen the film, but um, there's a there's a thing that happens right at the beginning when they talk about um, how magic is essentially made. Mm. His brother essentially he essentially wrote a book for it that he uh, that not that only turned it into a film. Bro, I'm, I'm telling you, Jonathan is the real genius he's in our family. Genius he's the her, genius yeah. in our family, bro. That it's not even an agenda. I think that's just facts. I, I would like. I would much rather go to. I think. I think. Um, What's his first name? What's Nolan's first name? Christopher. Christopher. Christopher Nolan. I think he's a great director. And when it comes to like creating anticipation and tension, he's brilliant at it um, using um, um, using that, that uh, directing techniques. However, when it comes to writing a really, really good story, I don't think he is as good as some people give him credit for. Mm. Uh, give me, a, give me, a, let's do a director's take. Who are some of our favourite directors? Before we delve into what we really want to talk about, uh, give me a director you love us. Tarantino. Yeah, facts, come on. Oh yeah, up there. Brilliant. Talk Brilliant. to me about Brilliant. that one, my brother. I like the fact that he kind of called his career before it started. You know, like, mm. I like the fact that he was like, look, I'm going to do 10 to 12 movies and they're all going to be in the same universe and you guys are not, are not even going to know that it is in the same, same universe. They, they might be in different times, you know, in mm. the 1800s and the 2001s, whatever, but it's all the same universe, okay? Like, that concept of something being in the same universe and not even relating is so cool to me, you know? And um, the only thing that I could criticise him for is overly using the same actors but I like it I liked it to a point even after I was like all right <laughs> chill out <laughs> you know what I'm saying but um yeah. but yeah Quentin uh Tarantino for me is up there I think Before, are you gonna be one for Tarantino no okay I think the greatest men um or the greatest male directors in the game are, are they have a little bit of like a kooky side to them and that's what he's got he's got a bit of a He's definitely a kink for racial slurs. That's what gets him going. Yeah? That's what gets him one hundred percent. He gets him see, going. Uh, he, every in film, it. he's seething to say <laughs> it. Oh, yo, oh, yo, you see in um in Django, uh, uh, it's so funny. Was it? Um, he said that uh, Leonardo, uh, Caprio. DiCaprio, Jimmy Fox. 
Yeah, you said that every time you said the words. Uh, oh, he felt uncomfortable, that. and James was just like, "Fuck up." He would like, he would like, like, like if he'd like buy him lunch or something. <laughs> it's like, man, that's so funny. What well, one thing I will say about um, Tarantino's directing is that I feel like when it comes to creating dialogue, he might be like one of the best ever. I can, yeah. he, can he will yeah, literally yeah, make. It's, it's it's for long form. That's why. You see, like uh, I think I saw this thing about Pulp Fiction because Pulp Fiction is my my favorite film. Oh, uh, fair enough. Okay, of, yeah, of all time, yeah. and it's like he talks about how like um, the, how like writers and directors make you do dialogue, um, and then they, and then when they edit the film, they'll pick which dialogue yeah. you know, goes into it. Whereas his 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 theory is that he's not doing that. He, he'll make you do it, and the dialogue is so long. That's why the scene where. Um, Samuel L. Jackson and John uh, Travolta are going from the car to kill to, to kill those those boys. Mm-hmm. It's so long because mm. they're talking in the car and they talk on on the the lift. And it's like Tarantino; he likes to shoot stuff here that you wouldn't normally see. So you would normally see them go from like from the car to the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he wants to show you the, the whole thing, the whole like, but the normal people having normal conversations about like their family and stuff while they're about to go and assassinate someone. You know what I mean? So like, that's yeah. what I, that's what I have for him, man. Yeah, uh, he's he's great. Like, question, question: If you could direct an MCU film that's already come out, which would you direct and why? Different question in regards to what, like, you would change it, or you wish you were there in the creation of that particular film. Either, surely, right? I'm gonna give you free reign as my creative, my number ten in this team. Okay, yeah, giving you that free reign to to pick the pockets, pick the ball up in between the lines. Okay, so difficult one, but the first one that comes to mind is Guardian of the Galaxy. Which one? Um, The first one. Okay, the first one, um, mostly because I just like. it, it, it felt like a different MCU film when it first came out. Uh, I didn't necessarily. So you're, you're not necessarily making changes. You just like to be involved. Yeah, in yeah. I, I, I would have liked to see the process that went behind in regards to the decision that they were making as to why they felt the need to make a MCU film like this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, like again, it was it was very different to the other MCU films. And I really appreciate for the fact at the time it was probably I wouldn't say it's my favorite MCU film, but I appreciate it a lot more than some of my favorites. If that if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I would have loved to be in there for um, the process. Of it, sick. Love that corner. Uh, what's your thoughts, man? Either Age of Ultron or Black Panther. What? You have to pick one, and then you have to pick Why? if you, if you're working on it or what you change. Pick one. I hear the Age of uh, Age of Ultron. I hear it. Only reason why is because I feel like it was a good film. Mm, okay, but it could have had like a 20 percent. You know, like I, I think the best part ab- about the film was the whole Hawkeye scene when they were all at the farm. You know, I, and it's weird because there was no action. You know what I'm saying? But no, it was just real, real yeah, life. It was such a real you know, side to it. And even when Tony was like fixing like the truck, like you go back down to his like his origin of like being like an engineer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so interesting it you so speak cool. about um, Hawkeye because he doesn't necessarily he doesn't have a family in the comics, which I found mm. out only after watching Hawkeye the series. Yeah, doing some research on the Hawkeye character. They did that because they felt as though they'd made him too unlikable prior mm. to um, mm. uh, Avengers to Age of Ultron. They felt they'd made him someone that it's hard to really have any uh, connection to his character. And they pushed Black Widow too far in. So they needed somebody that's kind of edging in between 
both worlds of like a reality where like he's got a normal family and then and then being, and then being like being like a superhero yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean so uh, but yeah like Age of Ultron I would have come in definitely and changed a few things I like the vision aspect of one things. thing you would have changed gone quickly one thing I would have changed probably uh, Ultron's motives yeah okay. absolutely okay. It, it was it was cool it, it was cool it just because um, you got to remember, Ultron is is a reflection ever so slightly of the creators or his yes. creator. Yeah. Yes, which is which, which I think is, is a dope concept. Which is such a, a, a dope concept, but it's like um, it was it was. I don't like I don't like villains where their thing is world domination. Yeah, that's just it's just boring. But there's now. a there's okay. a reason why he came to the conclusion that world domination yes. is well it wasn't really world domination it was more like the eradication of humanity correct yeah no it was the he wanted to restart yeah like yeah which is, which, is, wiping us out. which is which is great but I hear it, but though. the whole wiping out thing that's boring to me so okay, I'll, fair I'll, enough, I'll fair enough. in a different way yeah you know, but yeah Jason uh, oh, short and sweet Thor Dark World and one thing oh, I would change. That's a challenge, fam. That is a challenge. That is a challenge. <laughs> make a new, yeah. new film. <laughs> uh, yeah, just make a new film. But I think, like, I think the script could have been saved if the film wasn't made out of brown sludge. <laughs> like, the film looks terrible. It just looks awful. Okay. Mm. And I think if we just, you know, up the visuals, I don't know how, because again, that's a challenge and a half. We could save that film from being unbearable to bearable. About um, that, mine is going to be very predictable. It's going to be Doctor Strange one, and I know. Oh, look at you! You're trying to tie it in. So, so. It <laughs> legit, nice. it legit would be. And my reasoning is because I was just fascinated when I watched this film in the cinema by and we'll go into a lot of the cinematography, the, the mirror dimension aspect. I've never seen anything like that in. in MCU, let alone maybe film. To my to my memory, I could be wrong, and I just love that aspect of the room. Inception. Ladies and gentlemen, he got me. Had the middle. No, uh, no, 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 but, but that's still very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, and and like very. we'll get into why we like Doctor Strange one later on. But yeah, I just love that aspect of the film, um, and I just love to see. And also, it's it's a it was quite new for the MCU as well. Very. Uh, it's a very new concept at the time, mm-hmm. um, and I just think it's, it was such a very dope film. Um, so yeah, that's me. Other than that, what else would there be? Um, Black Panther man has to be man. The only yeah, reason why, is even though it got a billion this and that, and, and it was, and, and I, I, I know you have your up and downs with that film. Okay, I I, I really like it. I do. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, but the only thing for me is that it has such a compelling storyline that I would have really pumped it up a little bit more you know what I'm saying like because I feel like they concentrate more on the visuals than the than, than the strength of the storyline you know like the visuals were so amazing and stuff but yeah like like that scene in the casino mm. you know it was a really unnecessary scene it was generally an unnecessary scene mm. like like, it did, like if you don't put that scene in nothing else changes yeah nah it's I, the same thing I think but I think the reason why they did it is I, I think they wanted they didn't want to alienate no, 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 I, I absolutely get it. I absolutely get it. It's just even like the whole car chasing that was really cool, but and it shows what he can do, you know, and, and stuff, and it shows kind of like Wakanda's like technology. But I just, would've, I should have done did something a little different. Yeah. Oh, 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 I would replace Michael B. Jordan. That, that's the first thing I would do. Really? 
that's the first thing okay. I would do. I thought he was incredible. I, I, I thought like he was the worst actor then. Okay, let's move I, on because it's, no, it's, it's, no, I, I, no. I genuinely think he was the worst actor there. He no, okay, okay, okay. I feel like I feel I like think, I think if you make statements like that, I think you have to back it up with why. Otherwise, it's another void. Um, so he 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 saw a character um, as as Killmonger. Like I feel Killmonger is a great character. Like, he's, conceptually, he's a great rich, character. Yeah, very rich. I don't think, dark in terms of his I don't, yeah I don't think he gave the character justice that constant lip curling that he was doing really jarred me I can't lie the constant lip curling thing he really jarred me he didn't see he didn't see, he didn't feel convincing to me as a character I don't know where you look at who was who acted worse than Michael B. Jordan in that film go on I don't think there was anyone that was bad I didn't I'll be that's real. Yeah. I, I, I can't like, lie. That's, that's how I actor. thought you. I, that's how I thought you were making the argument in the sense of like everybody was good. He was just the worst one. I don't, yeah. he was bad. I, I, don't, I don't think he's the worst actor that I've ever seen in my life. In, no, in no, the no. Film. That's not what we're saying. Either, yeah. But I feel no, like but the way he's reacting. Okay, but okay. Would you say then I his performance the was a bad performance or just not as good as the? His performance wasn't as good as it should have been. Who would you have replaced him with? Who, I don't know. Nothing. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. And I'll get back to you. Okay. I mean, it would have to be somebody in that same age bracket. And yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I don't, th- I don't think. That, okay, not maybe he if he can redo his, his, his acting in that film. I mm. think like <laughs> he has. He, to be fair, from what I've seen, he has improved since then. He has actually. Yeah. Like I uh, feel like the uh, the profile of the character of of the actor, sorry, made yeah. sense. Yeah. I just don't think his performance was as good as it should have been. Okay. All right, cool. Okay. We'll, we'll move on. We'll move on swiftly because we got a lot to talk on today. Mm-hmm. Um, listen. I listen since since what would I say since one division I would say uh, I've been very excited because let's talk about one division in a very very brief manner. I thought we might have seen Strange in one division. A, a lot of us, a lot of us did the whole yeah. multiverse. Wonder was coming into her powers. Blah blah blah. We didn't see Strange, which is fine. Then we get the Strange trailer. We get the Strange trailer and we're met with at the end of Spider-Man. Look at you. Forgot about that, yeah. uh, and and that that was amazing for me as a as a fan of the MCU, as a fan of film, to see Strange and Wanda and this whole new like multiversal aspect, which was kind of hinted. Well, we kind of saw it in What If. Well, we did see it in What If, not even kind of. And yeah. um, I was just really excited to see where they're going to take this story. Um, so yeah, I I, I I don't know, and I I kind of always loved from the moment I saw the first Doctor Strange film. I just loved the concept of Strange as a character he's quite a complex character he reminds yeah. me very much of someone else we've seen in the MCU prior as well um, so that's my thoughts but talk to me about your um, Hus I'm going to head over to you throw the baton to you over there um, what is your knowledge of Strange as a character from based on like the comics really and sort of um, his, his involvement in, in the Marvel Universe he's, he's like I'd say he's one of maybe three non-aliens that are linchpins to mm-hmm. like the multiverse right you know so he's like kind of what flashes to the dc universe okay cool. so sick, sick. nice reference there I like um, that. appreciate that so that's pretty cool you mm-hmm. know so his importance goes beyond his powers and his abilities mm-hmm. it, it it goes to a point that he can see things that we that 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 you know we can that actually plays into this is so it's so weird to say but it kind of plays into marvel's hand breaking the, the four four here where they can always elude that strange know something and then they can change that storyline how 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 they see fit because it's like if he hasn't told you what it is you know so even when uh dr strange in, in infinity war 
when he kind of makes what he tells everyone there's one chance one possibility got to do this yeah and then at the end of infinity wars it seems like we've lost that opportunity and then obviously at the end of the game he has the iconic scene okay yeah, yeah, great, great scene. <laughs> and it's like he knew they had to lose to win he yeah. knew they had to lose a five-year battle to win you know so even that kind of that scene just that is that is that is not strange that mm. shows you what he is yeah. so after that it's like anything possible you know like they the, it's strange is the only character that we've seen in in the mcu that can uh, we can happily say anything possible um manny mm. strange was seen in a marvel film no not seen strange has been mentioned in a marvel film before yeah which film is it bro spider-man nope wow Next, go on. He, he, he has been mentioned. He's not necessarily wrong, though. I'm, I'm interested to know where you're going with that. I'm not wrong. Let him go first. And first then. time, right? Are you saying that it's the he's been? I just said he's been he's mentioned. mentioned. Oh, go on. It was like Spider-Man Two, I believe. Was it not Spider-Man One when he said we're going to call him Doctor Strange? Might might we're going to call him uh, Suffolk Strange, and then mm-hmm. okay, maybe Spider-Man. What were you thinking, though, Chris? Captain America Winter Soldier. Ah, oh, see, he was right then. He was right with what I was thinking, but yeah, yeah, he was right with what I was thinking. To me. No, he was. Oh, cool. But then you were talking about oh, what scene was it, bro? Uh, Cap take the guy from Hydra onto the roof, and he's talking oh, about Project yes. Insight. That scene was so sick. Yeah, and Project Insight, and then he goes to yeah, him, yeah, yeah. Uh, who's what on, a film, by on, the, the, on the, 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 the target list, and then the guy's like, you know, people that are just like uh, um, potential threats. He says Bruce Banner, Stephen Strange, which, by the way, by that point we have even don't know who that is. We yeah. do, we, do, we, don't, we don't even have a conception of. Strange uh, coming out. He says, uh, if my memory's correct, he says, Bruce Banner, Stephen Strange, uh, Valedictorian from Iowa City, and also says, Valedictorian from Iowa City, and there's one more. Oh, I'm just gonna bug you, but it's fine, man. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it is pretty cool, man. It's cool when you can go back to, to a uh, previous film or an old film and see. The, the laying of the seeds even if it's intentional or not it's really yeah. dope oh and news anchor from, from from Cairo there we go really really dope um, who remembers much about the time when Doctor Strange was about to come out and their feelings around the film I because my knowledge of Strange as a character wasn't as vast as it might be now mm. um, when that film came out in 2015 gone man I remember I was really excited okay talk to me bro um, and I think it was mostly because I know they were uh, they were promoting it in regards to how great it is visually and um, I, th- I think you could, yeah, you could watch it in um, with 3D glasses or things along the lines. I didn't end up watching it in 3D glasses because me and my brother messed up mm. and went to the wrong cinema. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> bro, it was a whole thing. Um, but I remember I was really excited because it just looked great. Mm. It just looked great. And when I watched the film, I obviously we'll get that in, in, into a bit. But I, it, it, it was really enjoyable for me. So yeah. I had I had mixed feelings on it, you know. Because, like, yeah, you're right. Visually and everything was great. I just wasn't sold on Benedict Cumberbatch. <gasps> no, Strange. he was my guy oh, from early. That's, that's another reason why I'm excited. I, he is my guy. He is a sensational actor. Controversial like, take. That's not a controversial take. It's I, I it, rate him as an actor. I think he's a good actor. But, like, when the cast... Just good. I think he's top. I think he's one of the most perfect cast they've ever had. Yeah, in retrospect, I fully agree with it now. In yeah. looking, no, I can't, I can't lie. In, in, in retrospect, even, even, even when, when it dropped, it. I, I was excited. Nah, like, like, let for him me, run. no, no, let no. no. Like, I, ne- I never thought, I never thought like it was gonna be a bad film. Yeah, it's just because during the castings, right, they were deciding between him or Keanu Reeves. Yeah, no, but Keanu Reeves turned down. Don't forget, he turned it down 
Keanu Reeves to, to yeah, no, 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 I know, no, no, no. But that, but, but like, I'm a Keanu Reeves fan, yeah, so I wanted to see. Okay. That. That's like, I'm a fan, and then I'm just. Like, Who's better? Oh, as an actor, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, come on, man. Yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> nah, in my heart it's Keanu. But like, let's be real. But anyway, um, and then I was, just, I was just like, I was just being a bit salty, you know. Okay. So when I saw, it, I was like. Could have been Keanu Reeves, man. Mm-hmm. Fun but, fact about um, Keanu Reeves. Okay, sorry, another his fact. Um, but Keanu Reeves and, and Kim Feige are actually really good friends. And when they were, when um, uh, Kim Feige said that Keanu Reeves has he has offered Keanu Reeves over seven Marvel characters over over since 2008, including nah, Iron Man and Captain America. And Doctor Strange. And he says that every time they, they consider a male actor, they go to him. Even in Eternals, he was apparently like I'm gonna play like two Ic- of the roles. Oh. It was a whole thing. Okay. I bet um, they wanted him to play Icarus. Yeah, yeah. And um he said that he has because um Keanu Reeves is, is is Kevin Feige's favorite actor, so Kevin Feige said that he he Ooh, <laughs> he's my guy. What can I say? Yeah, but Kevin Feige said that he will be in a a in a, a female movie, and that and that and that uh, it hasn't happened because him and, and Keanu sit down and they read through all the actors. Sorry, all the. Uh, uh, p- the potential roles over the next like, couple of years mm. and they can't agree on one so he was like it's a joint thing he wants them to be really comfortable and really kill it uh, but we're hearing that see that yeah and okay. uh, apparently the, the closest he ever came was Adam Warlock Oof. the closest he ever came but obviously that's now going to the British guy I forgot the name the, the, the ginger dude from Maze Runner or something <laughs> we've mentioned it before oh, uh, one of our... yes my <coughs> guy yeah. but yeah sorry fun fact so Doctor Strange uh, one sorry. a 2015 release directed by Scott Derrickson written by John Fattis Scott Derrickson C and Robert Cargill I hope I pronounced those names correctly I do butcher names cast Benedict Cumberbatch uh, Chitterwell Ejiofor great actor by the way I hope I've, I've definitely butchered his name with my accent Toby's um, name Rachel McAdams <laughs> Benedict Wong played who plays Wong uh, Mads Mikkelsen, one of our favourite villains in, in terms of an actor. And, what, uh, in the shows? Mads Mikkelsen's Casillas, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Well, no, I'm just saying he's a, a bad actor. He's no. a great actor to play villains. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tilda Swinton, who plays the ancient one. She was um, good, she was really good. Yeah, she was superb. She, she is amazing for like these... How do I say it? Wisdom weird, characters. Yeah, weird wisdom characters. Can't, I yeah, she yeah. played one in like, not Maze Runner. What's the What's the other one that copied Maze Runner? Maze Runner. Hunger Games. No. She was in something. Yeah. Um, Divergent. She wasn't there, right? I don't know. I've never right. seen it. So Strange is a master of mystic arts. Uh, he has phenomenally powerful magical abilities that enable him to skillfully conjure mirrored mirrored spells. Strange has been <laughs> able to use his spells to bind opponents and create complex shields. Barriers, among many other uses for defense and attack, Strange is also adapt to astral projection, which we see in. You know that scene. We'll get into it. You know the scene with Wong. Yeah. And the scene in bed when he's uh, reading the spells. Yeah. What a film. And yeah, yeah. Um, and also when Tilda Swinton uses it on the Hulk in Infinity War. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah sick. <sighs> so sick. Um, he sends his astral self away from his body and allows himself to absorb events without the knowledge of those present. So that's a bit about him. We'll go into some more later about his powers and stuff. Cold. Uh, his powers are phenomenal. One of my favourites. Um, let's just get into it, boys. Talk to me about uh, your thoughts on Strange initially when you first met him as a character. 
Uh, Jason, over to you, my friend. Uh, what? So, are we going from the beginning? Yeah, the beginning of the film, man. Just the feel of it and what feel we know to be. The reason I, I, I like, and I'll go into why I like his character so much first, is because he's a neurosurgeon and a, a superbly skilled yeah, I think and talented like, neurosurgeon. In, in, in the context of the story, I think he's the best or one of the best. Like, well, the, he, obviously, in the car before he crashed and died, um, he was doing an operation. No, he was picking. People yeah. on his thing to do, and it was like uh, he, he didn't want to break his record. And one of the people that he turned down was actually, uh, uh, I think, Colonel Rhodes after he, his injury from Civil War. You're lying. Fun fact. Really? Go back. Wait, Civil War was a 20. Twenty fifteen. Same year. It's the same year. stuff like that. But either way, you see when you see when Colonel Rose done the back thing. He was in the car, and then his car goes army army a colonel severed. Twenty sixteen release. Yeah, severed back or something and legs. Ever he was like, nah. He's got he's got he's got no chance or just stuff like that. But yeah, wow. but yeah, that, that actually happens. Okay, I, I, I do appreciate your fun facts. Yeah, nah, Doctor Strange was the 26th in release. You might actually be right, horse. I'm, yeah, it was. I'm, it was. I'm, I'm not lie. wrong. You can put, I don't want to uh, give him too many flowers. Man. Yeah, no, I don't want to give him <laughs> his flowers because I definitely watching 2016. Man, listen, man, clock that first like first watch as well. I think this is why we have you on this pod just for your little. Yeah. <laughs> for little, for little no, not, not because of the other things you say and do. Just, just something I found out quite recently, just before we go into Strange. Um, so an adaptation for Strange has been in development since the mid 1980s, um, until Paramount Pictures really? acquired the film rights in April 2005 on the behalf of Marvel. Yeah, I didn't know that. So it's fine. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, what you also but, find out but, uh, until Phase Three. A lot of the films were under like different companies like Viacom and that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was all nuts, man. Like, and Marvel just acquired the the gravitas to, to get their characters back, man. Well, they acquired yeah, the piece from, from Disney. From Disney, yeah. <laughs> so, so they, yeah, you know, Marvel they were going through. Yeah, they had the turmoil in, in, in the late Stanley was late. going through Stan, a lot. Yeah, Stanley was going through. They, they, they were all bankrupt at one point. That's why yes, they, they had to sell off. Yeah, that's why they had to sell off. That's why they sold off Spider-Man, X-Men, and Fantastic Four. But yeah, Doctor Strange, um, so he's a neurosurgeon, very talented, and as you said, he was kind of o- overly arrogant. Overly yeah. arrogant. And similar to kind of like Thor. Thor kind yeah. of like and someone, and similar to Iron Man. Iron Man as similar well. Similar to yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. I, I think that's um, a fairly traditional um, arc to use for for characters in Marvel, as in that. Leaders. Huh? Especially, especially leaders. Yeah, especially yeah. leaders. Because yeah. so you kind of need to be arrogant yeah. to be a leader to some degree. I feel like the format's very, fairly easy. Like, you're absolutely a genius or brilliant at one thing, Something happens, you use your ability, your capabilities of doing that one thing. Um, now you're humbled, and now you have to essentially bring yourself up as a different person to have a different worldview and to carry on. So that's essentially the, it, the format. It, it was a more traditional superhero story that we've seen from Marvel, mm. but I feel like that was needed because his character and his powers are so complex yeah. that you don't want to make the storyline also very complex. Do you know what oh, I mean? I, I hear it. So yeah, after a car accident, Doctor Strange damages his fingers and hands, loses control of his hands. Um, the surgeon Christine Palmer, who was, it seemed like there was there was something between them. It wasn't necessarily established at the time. There was a, a connection. Not, it's not necessarily. Is that? Oh, you mean uh, the girl, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary though. Fair enough. I, um, it, it does become a linchpin for. It, well, it wasn't necessary to establish a relationship, or it wasn't necessary to get into. I just, uh, think, I, I just think because he came into. Uh, sorry, going back on, on what you said about the excitement for Dot Strange, right? I was more excited for Phase Three than Dot Strange. 
because obviously he was like it was him that panther whatever da, da, da. okay so, um guardians 2 all that so i was more excited for for phase three because it was a completely new roster it was the first time that we're that we're not seeing like an iron man in there or, or, or like a captain america in there mm, or, or right. whatever so like for me that was that was the cool part of it right um so dr strange the reason why i say it was necessary is because she's um it was like in, by the time of phase three there's so many characters that every character you kind of hire in, in these films is so important because even if you're a side character because you could play a like a smaller or larger part yeah. in four or five other films now she's one of the one of the only characters in any of these films that hasn't returned but you know? she will. no 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 i'm saying that hasn't returned in anything but strange film you know like she's she's she's, she's like one of like five or six out of the whole MCU that hasn't been in something else other than their own origin film. Right. Look, bro, look, look at, um, look at what's her name? Darcy. She finally came out of that bag and she was in a Wonder But that was only last year, so. Yeah, that was yeah, only no, last no, no, year, no, no. so. And, but, but that's, that's like, my point, though, isn't it? So, like, we, what, like, what, Doctor Strange came out in what, 2016? Okay. And then now 2022. That's yeah, but, like, in the context of Darcy, that was 10 years. Because, mm. so, she came... Like last year, and when was the last time she was in it? Thor Dark World, right? Dark World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, ten years. But I'm, thinking, but I'm saying that, but I'm, but I'm saying even Darcy had a bigger role to play than than, than this girl. Sure. The, the only reason why I think that's a bit unfair mm. is because Doctor Strange's role um, in the other MCU films. Yeah. I feel like it's too granular. It's too big. It's too big for him to have exactly. another set but but then it, it looks like she's she's coming back for that yeah, yeah. right she is yeah, yeah. she so, had like one time and, and, yeah. and i think that's perfectly fine in regards to what dr strange has been i don't think she would have been much use in between so it was important but to how does it make sense that every time every time he's in trouble with his own films she's somehow involved somehow yeah to help him or to be his like peace of mind or, or, or whatever but when the end all happens okay she wasn't because there. it's the level of urgency. What is she going to do when the end of the world is coming? How can she help out um, Doctor Strange? Also, I guess he was on a different planet when the end of the world happened. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just, I just think she would have been. It, it would have just been like them not shoehorning her in for the sake mm. of giving Doctor Strange a love interest. Through I think. Films. I think her role is just a lot more different as well because if you look at the What If series, kind of like how things came to be in, or kind of like the ending bit. Uh, the reason why we get to see a evil version of uh, Doctor Strange and we'll get into a bit more is because you know he couldn't save her in his timeline and he just kept trying to do it so he kept like resetting time to kind of like save her so I think her, her role isn't as necessarily to be you know like, though, like I, I, I like when Marvel give like little side characters because they could turn out to be something yeah. that we you know that we don't know so yeah I don't think her role was right to be that we'll, let's wrap that up we'll, yeah. we'll move on because it is uh, it's not as important I guess it's not as important discussion as some of the stuff we'll get into yeah. um, I, I just find it interesting like I feel like his, his ability as a doctor and his ego his ego was actually important to him being so skilled initially but it was yeah. also a major flaw of his character um, because as we see once he can't use his hands anymore he kind of loses all import his his self value decreases yeah. Yeah. And, and and I think that's so interesting because he has to find a new way to find his actual value as a character do, do, do you think it's cool like this is a question to to you you guys um, do you think it's cool that um, that a lot of the leaders 
lost something. So for example, okay, Iron Man also lost his suit like a better time in in in, in his films. Mm. But in Infinity War, he ended up building a nano suit that you can't lose. Okay, yeah. and then you've got Thor who lost his hammer twice. Okay, um, Cap lost Peggy. Cap lost Peggy and lost his shield after Civil War. Okay, so it's so like they 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 lost things that kind of make them who they are. Yeah. Right. Whereas like Strange lost his first before he got his powers. You know, do you know what I mean? So he, so it was a different way. No, it's not. That was Strange's power, not necessarily his powers as a superhero. See, that's what I'm saying. That, that's so, really, that's so sick. every single person essentially lost their purpose, and they had to find a new one. Yeah. Exactly. So I, and I think, Strange and Strange had a purpose before he was Doctor Strange. Yeah. And he, my guy. Do you know what I think was dope as well though is that like, the, the crash was so early on in the film yeah. so it gives so much more space for him to explore his character yeah. to explore this new sort of realm of, of the MCU which we had never really seen before um, and I, I found that so so sick um, yeah, What did you think about his initial sort of how he'd coped with the, the loss of his hands and and how that shaped his character throughout the film. I think it made sense. Yeah, yeah, it made it made sense. I think like just kind of like piggybacking off what you said, kind of like how uh, having the crash so early on kind of like get us to explore him as a character. And I think that was a bit of a point of the film because Doctor Strange as a film and kind of like the mystic arts and whatnot, it goes a lot into like spirituality and the idea of spirituality, kind of like freeing yourself of your own ego and you know essentially reaching a higher self. Mm. And I think that film explored it very well, kind of like with the astral projections and that sort of stuff as well. I think Mm. like the idea of him being so arrogant, losing what makes him him and then... Mm. Mental health conversations uh, there. Yeah, exactly. And then diving into spirituality to kind of like build himself back up and then reaching a higher stage. Phase 3 was was the most political and um, societally correct phase for for marvel every every film had a deeper effed up sort of undertone you know yeah like it dove into some like difficult concepts and different conversations even even was like ant-man or what would you say ant-man did i think i think um i think with ant-man it it it, it did because it was not even to catch out as more of i'm interested no no it was the whole like a single father thing you know Uh, not finding not finding a ex-criminal yeah ex-criminal all that like like you you know and and he's he's now been a superhero okay Mm -hmm. but he's accepted because in films we normally see like you know uh the stepdad's there and then Weirdly enough, the original guy wins her back. Everyone said that's gone, right? That's how we've been seeing films from like the early two thousands, like just like you know, rom coms and stuff. So it's cool that he's had to kind of accept that the person that he loves has moved on, you know, and and, and he has to he has to be he has to be, a, he has to be he has to be a superhero co parent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the concept of that is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice. So Strange learns that uh, Jonathan Pang- Pangborn uh, he learned to walk again, and he seeks him out, and he's told yeah. that he uh, he was healed by in Kamatar. Uh, Strange travels to Kamataj where he meets the Sorcerer Mordo and he's introduced to the Ancient One. So this is the first time we've met Mordo or the Ancient One. What did you think about uh, the initial times you met these two characters? What did you think about them as, as you know, new MCU characters? Yeah? I know you're a fan of um, Mordo, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mordo yeah. or the, the actor? That actor, sorry. Um, yeah. What more can I say that hasn't already been said? Yeah, he's dope, man. 12 years safe. Yes. Right, Jace? <laughs> uh-huh. You're out there, bro. No, it's just, I, I, 
it's a different conversation uh, about 12 Years a Slave. Oh, okay. More, more importantly. But no, no, no. I, I, I do like the actor. Yeah. Um, but he's in Talent as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he is in Talent. I, I really found the H one an interesting character as well. I thought she was uh, the H one was played superbly by Tilda, um, and I, and again it just it's the aspects of sort of spirituality and finding yourself as a as, as a human being within yourself that I found really profound. Although we found that she's not the high and mighty perfect person which nobody is, which is which by the way is, is nice. Which is yeah, real. exactly. It's the, like, rea- it's the reality. Of, goes the I, w- I would also add when we were first introduced to this character, it was nice seeing the contrast in regards to Doctor Strange and them. So essentially, it was a clash of ideology between um, very, very, sa- very science point. versus faith. And obviously, the only reason that um, Strange managed to get to that point it was because he was just completely desperate. He tried everything that he physically thought was possible to do, mm. and he, he was never able to correct the way that he was. And then he got, to, and he, he had to be that arrogant, he had to be that self indulged, and he had to be that um, self righteous in order to get to that point of thinking, this is it for me. But that's kind of like the bit of the idea of spirituality in itself. You kind of like have to destroy your current self to. You yeah, know. but. Don't you think that like Build. Doctor Strange um, and Guardians kind of prove that magic, um, what do you call it, normal stuff in the universe? Yeah. Well, not normal stuff, but you know, just stuff within the universe. Yeah. Okay. And science are all the same thing, right? Because, because literally, he had the time stone, right? In their world, that's seen as a magical item, right? Mm. Whereas in the Guardians world, it's 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 a it's a, a relic. Yeah. You know, so um, what Doctor Strange showed me, okay, was that actually um, he didn't he didn't choose between faith and science. He put them together. You yeah. know what I mean? Okay, he kind of went. Actually, they're one. Which is in, why in he's Doctor Strange. Yeah, makes sense. Um, which was cool. Also, guys, I want to ask you, yeah, yeah, he's the only character to 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 learn his 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 powers. He didn't have powers. He yeah, yeah. he trained to get powers. Yeah. So, arguably, you could say anybody could do that, right? Yeah, but what makes him? Well, we're gonna. That's a, that's a question that I wanted to get man. into later as to why he was sort of chosen by the ancient one. Um, and I think Mordo says something in the film where Mordo was like, I think it was when she sent him into. Oh, she sent him. What's it called? It's not Antarctica, uh, is it? Uh, mirror. No, no, no it wasn't. No. Some random mountain where it was bare cold. And you had to stay oh, um, Everest, right? Mount Everest. She did. She sent him to Mount Everest, and he managed to find his way back. And that's when I think uh, Mordo and, and the ancient were like. And she did it as a test, right? She did it to test. That's him. the guy. <laughs> He's the one. Literally, um, I might be getting this quote wrong, but I remember her, her, her saying something about. Um, oh, I don't know how to do this. And then she asks, "How did you manage to do X, Y, and Z as a doctor?" And he says, "Oh, with practice and or something along his lines." And he has got a power. He has something memory. Who's got photographic memory? Yeah, photographic mm-hmm. yeah. And that, again, like again, that's part. That's, I guess that's a skill of his, but it's also a superpower in itself. Yeah. Like, which he uses. He combines again, which you said earlier, combines the science with and his. I guess his skill set with the magical aspect. It's amazing that Thor, where everything is based on mythical relics old school stuff mm. and and in Thor 2 obviously in the dark world he explains to Jane Foster that magic and science are all about the same thing mm. and then Guardians is based on this is just our normal life you know like yeah, finally this is just our normal life and we're not strange because he's a human but he's now a a a a, 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 a wizard right yep. that um 
that he's still learning about both sides of his things, yeah. right? So we're seeing the same from from an audience point of view. We're seeing the same thing, just in three different aspects. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Doctor Strange really brought the human aspect to that. I actually think we wouldn't have understood it more if it wasn't for Doctor Strange. Also, just to quickly add on this, I feel like Doctor Strange are all the big um, MCU protagonists. Which he wasn't at the time. He wasn't at, he the, wasn't time. at the time. Yeah, you're he is the most complete character mm. at the time that we meet him. Um, like, um, for example, when we spoke about, when we, when we all speak about four, is that we had to see an arc of his, a, a character arc develop. Iron Man, we had to see a character arc develop. I feel like Strange's character arc... Well, is that because of the phases? Was it as in the MCU phases? Yeah. Um, I, I guess so, but I, it also comes down to, like, I feel like when we met Doctor Strange, he was already a complete human being on who he was going to be. He was never going to change until that happened. So now he's not necessarily, so now the changes that he's going through is not necessarily changes um, internally as a human being. Yeah. I feel like he's got his humanity. Mm-hmm. And that humanity is he's always gonna be this arrogant person yeah. as we've seen in No Way Home. That's always gonna be part of him. Um but I feel like the, his development is more so on understanding of his limitations. Mm. And, and that's it but I, I, I don't think and I think that he was more complete than we than a four or an Iron Man or even a Captain America I feel like Demlock had to kind of change the humanity quite a bit a lot more than Dr. Strange I'd say Cap me. less so I I'd say Cap less so I just think we saw yeah. we saw a, full, a flaw of Cap uh, when he was compromised with the decision of going with a friend that he's known for 60 odd years or so Mm. Compared to Tony Stark yeah, yeah. and someone that he's now an ally with, a friend mm. with, yeah. Like that, so. Well, it's not a surprising flaw, you know. It's a flaw that we can't expect. You can to understand have. the flaw, yeah. yeah. Um, so just to, just to go back to Strange quickly because uh, you go. Strange travels to come as we said. He meets Mordo, the ancient one. Um, she discloses the astral plan and other dimensions to him and explains that Earth is protected in the mystical plan by three sanctums: New York, Hong Kong, and London, which we which we see in all of them in throughout the film. Um, and however, her former protege, uh, Cassilis, played by Mads Mikkelsen, amazing actor, love him by the way, um, has contacted a powerful uh, demon called Dumami in the dark dimension. Dumami have come to bargain, come on. And uh, wants to destroy the three sanctums of his minions to let the dark dimension, um, where time does not exist and anyone can, uh, can live forever to rule the world. Yeah. And I guess the premise of the film is, is, is for Strange to overcome Dumami and Cassilis, which is, which is really Upsetting. I know you love that scene, but... Upsetting. One of the aspects of the film which I mentioned earlier, which I really loved, was the sort of the use of the mirror dimension, the use of cinematography as we talk and CGI. And I feel as though I'm gonna throw it out there, that's one of the best uses of CGI and cinematography. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In an MCU film. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Has co- to be visual well. concept was just so alluring and different. And even the third act where we meet Dormammu and it's the multiple color palettes and the uh-huh. the. Again, I'm not saying I love the look of Dormammu. I think that could have been better. Yeah. But the overall look of the of the scene where Strange goes into... Is it space he goes into? Yeah. Goes uh, into some yeah. other into realm, at least anyway. Goes it, into another realm. I think that was so, so dope to, to watch as a... And it was new. It was something we'd never, ever seen before. Um, and then even the use of the portals and the... What are those things that, stri- that uh, they can all conjure with their hands? They're sort of orangey... And doing strange I, does all of that stuff. It's got a name. Yeah. It I does. Don't remember the name? I'll be honest. You know, when strange does all of that. Yeah. Nah, so it, sick, it, it man. Does, it does give you the whole idea of like the otherworldness of a thing, and it's. But I think so that's well. the best introduction of what we'd call the otherworldness. Yeah. Probably I've seen in the MCU. Even, even, even with her saying that. <laughs> what did I say? Oh, but we can talk we can about. Get, but it, even with yeah. her saying that um, it had to be in regards to 
are visually great and I agree because in, in general Marvel is like obviously we know it's not realistic but they're trying to make it as realistic as possible in God's into the world at all mm. Doctor Strange specifically he, I feel like he's um, one of the great things about him is to be unrealistic he's a human being that can do X, Y and Z yeah. and mm. take you to all these different portals and do all these different strange things he's meant to be giving you that unrealistic um, visual of life so yeah. uh, back to us it is meant to be visually pleasing if it wasn't then there would have been yeah, a big be, miss be dead and it had to be like as you guys were saying and it's just the otherworldness of it again and really just you know yeah, what's, it's just, you know what's what happened? Nah, do you know what happened? Yeah, he, he, he clocked that he was about to say what you just said. And yeah, stopped. and then I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just going to repeat. He's like, um, yeah, parrot, parrot. Uh, so yeah, we, 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 we also meet the, uh, the, we also meet the, what's it called, stone? The time stone for the first time. Yeah. Um, and the time stone's history or its involvement, I guess, is also known as the Eye of Agamotto. To, um, and it provides the source of power to, to Strange. Uh, in in the tr- in truth, the Infinity Stone is known as the Time Stone, and it possesses the the ability to control time itself. Strange can alter time around objects, locations, other beings moving forward and backwards through their existence. It can also be used to trap enemies in time loops, as well as Strange giving Strange the ability to look forward into potential futures, which happens in what film? Um, what I Infinity War. Yeah. Infinity War. Infinity yes. War. You know when he sees oh, this guy fell asleep. This guy was asleep. Right? No, yeah, you, um, he mentioned the, the time stone. I was going to say, I first really cool that he doesn't call it the time stone until Infinity War and because he knows what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when he explains it to Hulk and the man, when he's like, you know, and, sh- and like he shows them, he, that means like he's still continuing his education mm. you know like he's still learning about, about everything so when he first got it he called it the eye when uh, just off the learning aspect that you spoke about though again why i love this film and i've said that so many times today is because again strange as a character someone that's so knowledgeable and so Very skilled cool. is still having to learn so much within such a short space of time the universe is, is infinite yeah. Yeah, but it goes again back to the whole theme of the film like spirituality where it's just a thing like you never reach a point of where you know it all you're yeah. just continuously learning yeah. which is kind of like he's like an embodiment of that yeah. it's like just my dog what did you guys think about the third act the clash with Dormammu I guess that's the most important part of the film to many degrees um, I didn't necessarily love the look yeah, of Dormammu don't go wrong this is supposed to be one of this is supposed to be a, a demon you know this is one it's of the most to be what, top five most powerful do you feel as though Marvel struggle with villains uh, no I feel uh, like Dormammu yes. Dormammu was mentioned in X-Men not X-Men sorry Fantastic Four years ago right and there was a whole thing and the whole Silver Surfer was you know he was Dormammu's like slave you know and Dormammu was going from uh, space to space and killing you know pants and stuff and they fucked up there it was a cloud you know and then here they, they also made him like sort of like of sorts, yeah. Yeah. Kind of looked like a cloud-ish. Like, like a face, you know. Again, so my question to you, Wait, you, 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 you didn't necessarily address... No, yes. So Dormammu and Galacticus are, are supposed to be like like bigger than like Thanos. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially so, Galacticus. Yeah, so it's like, for me, it's, it's like... I, I just... It was so... It was a five-minute scene. Yeah. You know? 
<laughs> do you know what I mean? Like for someone so powerful. So basically, what you're suggesting is for someone that's like supposed to be so all-powering and powerful, and someone that's meant to be one of Doctor Strange's biggest enemies, yeah, and yeah. his biggest like, counterpart. You didn't necessarily feel the gravitas of of that last scene where Strange is coming up against. I did like the con, which Manny might get into. I did like the concept of how Strange defeated him. Same. Yeah. Yes. But same. I just feel as though he, as a as a threat, wasn't. It did. Wasn't the serious felt like more of a threat. Yeah, than yeah. did. I, I didn't necessarily feel at, at any point that oh, this, this might be it. <laughs> like, it, 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 oh. it, 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 it didn't give me. I hear that, it. I hear yeah, it. Though. it I hear me, it. It didn't give me that feeling of there wasn't enough tension for me. I, I, I do like the concept of I'm here to bargain with you. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, dope. That, I thought that was brilliant. Come yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if they gave us a bit more of him and showed how destructive he can actually be, then I would have felt him as a villain a lot more. But I just didn't get it. If anything, Cassilius again. Uh, who's played by Mads felt like more of the again I know he's a million of the Mami but if he felt like more of the threat in the front yeah. Yeah, than yeah, I did the Mami and even him he's based on anything so is that sorry? he didn't really say much either like, he, he, he did less talk it was more yeah. it was more his, his, his fight, fighting yeah. ability if you like so again because kind of avoided my question so I'm on you <laughs> do Marvel struggle with villains you said you said no and you said yes absolutely think about how many Marvel films there are Thanos Loki Amazing. probably Amazing. I would if you can uh, if you can class um, Winter Soldier as you say Hydra basically yeah Killmonger Cold nope um, and that's it you can't you can't there's, there's, there's some okay and good villains but there's only like three that I would class as you know that they're great I don't think they so so good villains I think talk to me about why I, I, first why I think that the importance of the villains uh, is brought to us because of Batman. Um, was it uh, the Dark Knight series? Right, right. I feel like because of that, it set this culture of like, if you get a villain right, you get whole, you get the whole film right. Which, which was you know, I backed the, uh, the, like that right. theory. Yeah. Right. But what Marvel said is that actually we have a wider story here. That the villain is just a character within a wider story. You know. Okay. The importance is is a villain maybe two for movies down the road. You know. Yes, we'll give you one now to keep it like like ticking. So for example, the villain in Guardians, uh, who is remind me, remind me, he works for Thanos. Oh, what's his name? Oh, um, uh, Ronin. He is a, a a minor step towards getting towards Thanos. Exactly. As an example. Okay. Exactly. So so if if you if we're talking about the traditional concept of of an of of, of villains, yes, they struggle. Now, if if you if you talk about um, Marvel's actual plan and how they executed it, no, they don't struggle because it wasn't meant to be amazing villain every single thing. Also, if you have such a hard and amazing villain every single film. Thanos becomes watered down. I don't think that's necessarily what Manny's asking yeah, for, I, though. I, I, but your point is very right. I, I, I hear him. In regards to the whole overall franchise of, of the MCU, then yes, they probably don't struggle with us the villains because essentially Thanos was the villain of the first three, four phases. That's that, that's what we come across. I get it. But I mean, like for as individual films, I don't need every single film to be a Loki. I don't need every single uh, film to be a Thanos. I just want some of the villains or antagonists to be a, a bit more nuanced, just a little bit more complex. They don't have to be crazy strong or I just want to just for the context of the narrative yeah of the narrative I think you, but I think especially in phase 3 I think you get that especially with like Guardians 2 with the with the, the celestial dad I think you get that such a, oh, that was a crazy concept that was a good uh, okay yeah. um, and then you got like uh Age of Ultron, okay. Ultron's a crazy concept in itself, okay. And, I just don't appreciate the execution of that one. Yeah, cool. But like the villain, if we're talking about like 
who was definitely a, a, a threat yeah. to the Avengers. You definitely but, felt yeah. what the but then that's back to my point in regards to just to be a bit more nuanced, a bit more complex. Yes, the concept of it is great, but I just don't think the execution. And Ultra, uh, well, Ultron will Ultron. be... Ultron. Ultron specifically will be a great example of what I have an issue with in regards to how the MCU use the villains. Concept wise, great. I feel like if they put a bit more thought into it, a bit more care into it, he would have been so much better. And not necessarily in a way that, oh, we needed to come back for another film. It's just that you would have been grateful for this film and you would have elevated this film. I'm going to a a move us on yeah, quickly because yeah. I want to talk a bit about Infinity War before we wrap up. Um, strange Iron Man dynamic. I absolutely, absolutely love the clash between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange because they're two very, very similar characters for me. Arrogant, Extremely. egotistical, very skilled, but also very flawed. Their skills also, or I guess their ego is their flaw. I think that was very dope to see throughout the film. Also loved the clash between... Oh, what's Thanos' So Doctor Strange in the uh, opening scene of oh, Infinity War. Uh, uh, with the other... Ebony. Magicians. Ebony Moore. Yeah. Love that scene so, so, so much. Um, what did you like about Fun- uh, Strange's role in Infinity War? He was goaded. Um, he was goaded. Yeah. But but do you know like what you said about the Tony Stark and him uh, dynamic? I, I I think what is so cool is that um, even though they make jokes about each other or they fight each other like really well or whatever, 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 okay, all that. Yeah. At the end of all that, there's this back of their mind where it always seemed like they were the only two people in the universe that kind of knew what was going on. You know, and 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 they both knew that they both knew. You know, that's that was full. Yeah, there's this mutual me. respect. There's mutual respect. There's like, mutual like, respect like, like, like we are both smart enough, you know, to see the wider to see, picture. To see, and, and they were the only ones. Mm. I, I don't think Cap saw that. No. I don't think I don't think the Thor saw that. Okay, not okay. I think they were the only two people in the whole universe. Now, and that says because they're both human, right? To kind of be like. I see this. I think I think because I think the characters themselves they are willing to do whatever it takes to achieve. Tony even looking at Doctor Strange in Endgame, Mm. even looking at him just before doing what he was doing, even looking at him conceptualizes that you know because it tells you like he looks at him for like uh we both kind of knew this was it. (laughs) Like no one else knew. But we both kind of knew this was it, right? And Tony, even the way that he treats his daughter and stuff throughout the film, I think he knew. I think I think he he knew, and I think he knew, but Doctor Strange knew. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think it was it was just it was just it was like it, it was a moment in time. So when he figured out uh, the key to time travel, I think that was his confirmation of like I'm gonna die because he sat there and he was like, "This is the last great thing I'm gonna do." Mm-hmm. Yeah, dope point. L- one last point I really enjoyed was Strange's 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 fight scenes actually throughout the MCU. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. So yeah. His fight scene with Thanos took it three three times. Crazy, crazy, crazy scene, which sets us up nicely for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness Woo! because whatever they did in previous films, it looks like they're g- gonna take it up another level. Yeah. Sam Raimi's back as a director on this film. How excited are you for this for this film? I don't think I've had higher expectations for MCU films. Yeah, same, uh, same. Uh, same, same and, I, and, I, and I don't think it's close. And that's coming with Spider Man. Yeah, it has to be top three. That's even even when I'm thinking about Infinity War, I don't think I've had had higher expectation. For a film than I have for now, the one trailer one. for Infinity War Gatsby man. <laughs> no, no, it, no, no. I was excited for it, but no, the, the level of this has to be a great film. It has to be. They've, you know what they've laid? They've laid a lot of 
of seeds with what if with one division yeah with uh, obviously the strange film with the end of end game and, so and with the leaks unfortunately with the professor x and super iron man bro i don't even know about it thanks for spoiling it you haven't seen the trailer what the leaks you haven't seen a strange trailer bro have you, have you Everyone knows this. Oh, have you seen the strange trailer? I've not seen the trailer. I've only seen. Oh, he the just bought the film. <laughs> he uh, just bought it. That's I've amazing. Seen, I've only seen the 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 kind of like post credit scene at the end of. Um, oh, he didn't see the recent trailer. Oh, you haven't seen the trailer. Seen trailer. The Let's run it for your Oh, you just fucking ruined. Well, the trailer. I, I, I can't lie. That's his own personal problem. Like, how can you come here to talk about Doctor Strange? Sounds seen the like three hundred million views, bro. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Okay, if it's an actual trailer. That's yeah, it's my in the bad. trailer. We no, see the. Trailer. It's it's my we bad. see. We I see. It was a leak. No. Okay. Cool. You know, that's I, my so, bad. Um, uh, actually, I shouldn't say that. I no. was gonna throw someone under the bus, <laughs> and I shouldn't. Let me shut up now. Can't wait for Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness out on May the sixth. Shout out to Marvel and Disney for continuing to uh, make lo- make us love film, um, and that's the post credits here. We love you. Yeah. Um, Watch out for the next ep that we're going to do when we actually do the Doctor Strange review. Yeah, come on. Yes, review coming soon. We'll have a special guest. We shall do have a special guest, okay? Benedict Cumberbatch is coming <laughs> in. Let's um, go. Just a quick one post credit scene podcast on all socials. Like, well, we're 14 HQ on all socials, but you can find the post credit scene on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, drop a comment, drop a five star review. If you think we're five star, of course we're five star. And download anyway. our stuff, guys. Download it helps the with the algorithm. Um, we've yes, also got loads sir. of dope social cuts, man. I mean, Manny versus Caitlin, uh, <laughs> the, the, pat- the battle of the social cuts. Yeah, Some really. amazing, amazing stuff that them guys are doing. So make sure you like up the settings, share that stuff. Post credit scene over. <laughs>